0: So that sound is the sound of leaves that have fallen off trees autumns here. I'm here as ever with my great friend, Martin. All right, mine, you got quite excited earlier because I told you that I'd be making gin chi. You got me into this. What got you into fermenting foods? Well,
1: similarly, it was a friend, uh, Colin, who taught me about kimchi. I didn't really know what this was about three years ago. As a self-confessed chutney addict, I found from that moment I, I replaced sugary chutneys with all my meals with um, fermented food, kimchi and sauerkrauts, and quickly started putting things like Alexander's and hogweed and all sorts of things in wild ferments. It just seemed a natural progression for a forager to start fermenting
0: foods. What what I found and what amazed me was the crossover between making cocktails and making food fermented foods it seems that if it works in one form it's going to work in another or have I just been lucky
1: I think you've just been lucky no I think that if you are used to pairing flavors and you've got that kind of creativity going imagination with flavors then it just it's it's transfers beautifully to to food and to fermenting from in your case
0: booze yeah well I guess you know it's it's there is something going on that's Fermenting, there is some kind of crossover between that and certainly the wild drinks that I've made, the, the wines, the vino heggio is one of my favourite ones there. There's a kind of link there. But what I like with fermented foods is you can mix the seasons a little bit more so you can use, you know, stuff that you've got dried. And so the one that I made had tansy in it, cabbage, hogweed seeds, juniper, and I thought Alexander's seeds uh, sorry, Alexander's shoots are going to be good as well. That was the first wild ferment you did, was Alexander shoots, is that right?
1: Well, it was just adding um, with, I suppose apologetically asking my friend Colin, can I? would it be all right if I put some Alexander's leaves and tender kind of, yeah, it was shoots that I put in with the stalks and everything, into some kimchi or would, would that be ruining it? putting some wild stuff and he went yeah i don't see why not and it was a few weeks later i made another batch and put three or four wild things in now i'm putting upwards of 20 wild things in my so-called kimchis um, unapologetically Uh, yeah it's
0: good that you're unapologetic well mine are closer to sauerkraut so then my process is get cabbage chop it up grate maybe some carrot or bits of kale or whatever in it and then massage the salt with what i'm going to call botanicals but seeds and other flavours and it just seems to work and it seems you get a little delightful mouthful of
1: something every well, now and again well we've just had lunch haven't we classic foragers move of go to a favourite cafe or restaurant and then whip out some some wild leaves I think you've had some wild lettuce and and now we've got the ferments so i brought some wild garlic ferment my bastardized kimchi and you had your ferment what i liked about yours um and my my friend and housemate Sam's ferment is a bit simpler, and I think less is more with with a lot of things, including food, so it's kind of a not necessarily a lesson for me, but you don't necessarily have to put fifty things in a ferment just because you can so it's nice to have more sort of sauerkrauts so a little bit less fiery as well um Yours seem to go really well with my sourdough and avocado poached egg lunch.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, I have mine for breakfast. I, I stick there with alongside a fried egg or whatever. And it just, I, I think mm. by, by not being too overpowering and not having, you know, I always want something hot and spicy for breakfast, especially. Your gut doesn't always thank you. And talking of gut, I, I just feel better. Like there seems to be something good happening to my insides. What do you think? I was just listening. (laughs) (laughs) Let's listen to my gut. gut.
1: Yeah, I I feel. I mean, it's it's partly it's partly an emotive thing. It's hard to separate that from what's what's necessarily true. You know, am I feeling better? I felt pretty good for years because of certain lifestyle choices. Among them, just getting wild food in my diet most days or every day. But I, I do feel like there's a difference with the fermented foods. I feel like my body's kind of asking for that in a in a really good way and it's doing me some good.
0: I'll put a link to it on the website on the com. but there was a recent podcast that I listened to from the food program with Sándor Katz and Sándor said that okay he doesn't necessarily see the benefits but he certainly feels different negatively different when those fermented foods aren't part of the diet when he's on the road or whatever and he hasn't got access just something fermented
1: yeah
0: i caught i caught that and that was one
1: of the things that you're reminding me but that that really struck a chord when he said that um it reminds me of the fermented foods and it reminds it reminds me of the the qigong that i do because it's you really notice when you stop doing it's a chinese health exercise and you can kind of take it for granted when it's part of your routine and then you i think with the fermented food very similar you you stop doing it for a few days and then you really miss it and you,
0: you just feel a bit lousy not quite tip-top. That makes sense and speaking of which you've been out and about Martin it's very really difficult to get hold of you at the moment because it's mushroom season and you're quite a big mushroom forager. I'm going to do that question that I hate what got you into this what got you into mushrooms Martin?
1: Oh so oh, the truth is it's not a horrible truth my mum so it's picking wild mushroom it's picking field mushrooms and giant puffballs when I was little um and then i i just started it just kind i'm not going to use that pun just kind of mushroom dandy and i got really 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 into it and that, that's not mushroom for anything else in my life in autumn go for the guy. go on go oh, hanging fungi, out with you fungi. you're a fun guy aren't you?
0: Yeah. okay so we've walked deeper into the woods martin
1: yeah here we i are. Still haven't
0: seen any mushrooms there's leaf litter
1: everywhere and well this is a plant walk it's not a
0: mushroom walk <laughs> I do I mean I smell them in the wind I smell mushrooms in the wind sometimes and then I look down and find them do you use your nose which senses do you use all your senses when looking for mushrooms? I
1: try and use all my senses I yesterday in the in the new forest I noticed walking around on my own after teaching I could smell um delicious kind of caramelly smell in the air that was actually some of the conifers I'm not sure which which trees do that um and then underneath that yeah I was getting mushroom smell um some pleasant some not I could smell stinkhorn, pretty sure. It smells of rotting flesh at one point. So I was getting very pleasant, very repugnant smells. But yeah, I use all my senses,
0: definitely. But yeah, mushrooms and booze. I think you were going to head that way. Well, that's a good guess. I wasn't or fermented. Actually. Sorry, mush Mushroom, fermented mushrooms. You were going to head that way. You were going to join the two together in a seamless yes. segue.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll go a bit like this. So, mushrooms and booze. I've been using bee steak fungus. It's a friend Peter's uh, method, and it's kind of spread like wild. Peter Sadinsky, absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. yeah, that's to do him more justice. Let's yeah. let's use both his names and his business name. Yeah, so he he um just puts bee steak fungus lovely bracket fungus um, red looks like a bee steak when you cut it through oozes watery blood like sap and um, if you put that in vodka and leave it for a, about two weeks and strain it and add a bit of honey leave it for another yeah. few weeks it makes this almost like port this wonderful it uh, just goes down very well on cold november forays
0: I just did that food program-esque thing where you go all oh, pretending you haven't had it but I've tried it and it's lovely <laughs> I don't know why I did that it is just nice sometimes you forget it's really good um, and that's just
1: the beginning of having opened those doors to me that the possibility I want to try some other some other mushroomy boozy things and speaking of opening new doors i'm aware of people fermenting mushrooms and it's not something i've done so i think by your next podcast i think that
0: that's what's going to use to wrap this one up actually that, that, that will been be a lovely the, chat as ever thank you very much and so yeah next month if we both remember with some fermented mushrooms thanks for ever for listening i've been andy hamilton from the other Andyhamilton.com, andy r hamilton on twitter and i've been talking to martin j bailey also on twitter instagram
1: pinterest though i never really used that and facebook um, from go foraging go for, and you
0: go foraging on all of those uh, yeah yeah cool thank you ta-da subscribe do all of that stuff thank you ta-da